In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. On this episode of Crown Jewels, we compare balconies after getting a first-hand look at the new slimmed-down monarchy. Prince William finally breaks his silence on the Harry feud, and he said a lot without saying anything at all. And the breaking news is out. Spotify and Archwell Audio have mutually agreed to part ways after only one season. We are back with another episode of Crown Jewels, the elite podcast for the royally obsessed, presented by Vetch's Media. I'm Lex Nico. And I'm Samantha Bush. And Lex, guys, we have so much to <laughs> so discuss. So much I to discuss. I swear to God, like, we hit stop recording, and then all of a sudden, like, news piles up through the weekend. And it's yeah. always, like, the biggest, it's always huge. That's actually interesting, too. Like, I wonder if we should get like a publicist on here to talk about how Harry and Meghan, because spoiler, we're going to be talking about Harry and Meghan, run their news cycle. Because you're right. A lot comes out late to the end of the week and Mm -hmm. over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Always. That's like a pattern. Yeah. And it seems like... Or they just don't get started on things until... I was going to say... Which I mean, might be far for the course. Yeah, that I can't wait to talk about all of this. It, it's I really know. just been all-consuming. This and the submarine have just been like... Yeah. Filling my brain for the last few days. We were talking about this Titanic submarine before we started recording. And Sam is... In the trenches. I'm you just informed me there's literally. a subreddit on it. Like, I don't it's use Reddit, insane. but I have people send me. I, this is like where my geriatric millennial comes in. Because I'm like, send me a link. Because like, yeah. Reddit, I've, I've gone on the app and it just feels so overwhelming. It's the dark web. Like, it's yeah. really, it doesn't feel normal. Like, I don't really like Reddit, but occasionally I'll take to the boards and see what the people are saying. <laughs> well, you just gave me my Tuesday night activity, so thank mm-hmm. you for that. Google but we do, the Titanic submarine. Yeah, and I mean, Twitter's been popping off, but I just, I can't keep up with the timeline. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Well, we'll see what happens, but uh, let's let's jump in with our mm-hmm. tea and crumpets. Let's so Sam, do, do you want to start us off with some royal subjects for our royal subjects? I would love to. And like before we get into all the Meghan and Harry stuff, I do want us to just touch on the trooping, the color, the Royal Celebrate King Charles first birthday parade. You know, uh, Kate, oh my God, I almost just called her Meghan. I have like Meghan on the brain. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Is wearing like a gorgeous emerald hat and beautiful jacket. I mean, stunning, beautiful. And so I had a question for you when I saw this outfit, because do you remember the dress that you and I had two different opinions Lex, on. Remember? I'll never forget it. Yes. But this is the same shade Color. of green. Mm-hmm. But I like I loved that green dress before, but I know everyone was green screening her on the red carpet and everything. <laughs> but like, do we think now again the queen, may she rest, has passed? Mm-hmm. And everybody seems to be popping off color in the royal family that Kate is trying to make this her signature color. Your thoughts? 
It's interesting that you say that because I just saw an article today where it says William and Kate wear blue and Meghan and Harry wear green. Oh, like th- and there's like stop. lots of pictures of them where like green is like Megan's signature color. But with Kate, oh, I do remember hating that green dress and I stand by that 100%. <laughs> and I'm like a big green girl. Like I love the color green. Same. But I think at the time I felt it was so random of her because we had never really seen her in a color like this. Like, mm-hmm. and now that she's kind of, I don't know. I feel like she's branching out since the yeah, queen she has had passed. The, the Barbie core suit. Mm-hmm. Like she's just kind of taking more risks. And this feels very much like I'm going to stand out because everybody, I mean, Camilla's in red. Um, yeah. Camilla's I don't know what the fuck Camilla's sure. wearing. I mean, it looks, look. She's it looks just like out military. here trying her best, okay? Yeah, she's in like military garb. Was she in the military? No, but I guess maybe as the queen now, she oh, has that's like what she wears. official uniform. Okay. Okay. I think. I, okay. I mean, I get it. But it's interesting because it's like Kate's the one that's standing out. Oh, yes. You know? she. I mean, I thought when I saw this outfit, she looks phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. I really love this look on her. And even there's like the almost like royal blue detail of the buttons. Mm-hmm. And her makeup, flawless, like flawless I don't know. I need to talk to like okay, this is going off track, but stick with me. I am so curious if Kate has done something to her face recently. I've been wondering this as well. And I want like IG by Dana. If anybody doesn't know IG by mm-hmm. Dana, it's an Instagram account. She is a nurse, I believe, and mm-hmm. she talks about work. That celebrities, influencers, herself, she talks about herself and the work mm-hmm. she's done too. And it's never done in like a negative, like hater way. No, it's, like, it's actually in like a very factual way. Yeah. Um, and she speculated after the coronation that Kate had had some work done. Mm. And a lot of people attacked her for it and were like, there's no way, da 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 da. But like, subtle works. Yeah. Subtle is subtle effective. Works. It's okay. And also it's okay. Like yes. if she did and that's what like I'm gonna stand by Instagram famous by Dana or whatever. IG by right? That's oh yeah. IG handle? famous by Dana. That's by Dana. that's the handle. Like I said, like it's never in like a hating way. Like it's more of just like this is what people are having done. I think it's important to be transparent about it. Like mm-hmm. you know, I remember she was on a podcast and she talked about Margot Robbie and like people were so surprised. Like Margot Robbie had worked on it. It's like, yes. Almost every single person, you celebrity specifically that you see, has had something. Yeah, it doesn't. I just think like people still think of plastic surgery in such like an arc, like an old school way, where it's like if you get a little nip or a tuck, like suddenly you're like Catwoman, like you're like you know Jocelyn Weinstein or whatever that woman's name is. Yes, and it's like no, I do think Kate had a little something. Um, it looks amazing. She's looking like fresh she as looks a daisy. Fresh. Yes. Yeah. She looks great. And I'm so telling whatever you, whatever she's doing, I want for myself. Like Hollywood celebrities aside, since moving to LA, this again was like a reveal, an aha moment for me. Literally, and I mean this with no exaggeration. Everybody that I know, every girl that I know, like let's say in my core group, with the exception mm-hmm. of myself and one other girl, have had their nose done. And I'm like, 
Because I've known that, like, they got it done so young, and I've only known Mm -hmm. them for, you know, let's say the past 10 years, but I'm like, they've had their nose done one, two, or three times, and it's just like, it's like nothing. They started in high school, and that's their face now. So for people to say, like, that Kate is above the work, I don't think so. She's not. And people and whatever she's doing, I'm obsessed with it. No, yeah, it looks great. It looks, looks phenomenal. She looks really great. And I know this isn't about the trooping, but so we did get Charles on horseback, which made <laughs> my life. Yeah. But I also, I, I'll post this when the episode goes live on Thursday, but I don't know if you can click where I said uh, Royal Balcony, the link there, mm-hmm. Sam. Yeah. So there was an image on Twitter where it was like the difference between um, Charles's royal balcony and the queen's last one. And it's okay. astronomical, <gasps> the difference. It like, is. It's just a year ago. Yes, just a year ago. Crazy. So I just wondered, again, is this a, a matter of him slimming down the royal family? Or is this like people are fighting? You know? I'm curious. I have to question it. That's a good question. I mean, what's really crazy is in the photo from this year where it's like the slimmed down monarchy in the back, like you see another balcony and you can tell like, I think that's Andrew back there. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah. So it's it's like all the people that were on the balcony maybe last year got moved to the back. But they're yeah. still in frame, but like you can't really tell who they are <laughs> who they are. It's just um, nuts when you see it one with the other. Mm-hmm. Here, I'm holding it's up my phone really, for you. It's really really crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I guess we'll see how this works out for him. Yeah. And this comes back to the fact that are we going to get Harry and Meghan back in the royal family? Is there a need? Will they be welcomed? Will they want to go? It's just uh I don't know. I don't know what this, I don't know this where the weekend's gonna go. Turn of events has shifted, not shifted my opinion, but sped up my timeline of Harry and Meghan's trajectory in returning to the royal family, potentially. I completely and where agree. the chips are falling. No, I I totally agree with you. Like, after this weekend, I mean, we'll get into it during Make It Rain, but I'm like, oh, they're going to be back in two years. Yeah, Mm -hmm. 100%. And then, again, with the entire weekend celebration with the royal family, we had Kate and William at the Order of the Garter ceremony. She actually made her debut at this ceremony in 2008, which was three years before they were married. But this outfit, (gasps) this outfit, you sent it to me and I was like gagged it's a showstopper this look okay I at first glance I okay let me just say this isn't like a look that I'd normally be like down with you know what I'm saying like the polka dots and like the weird feathers and like it but she pulled it off so perfectly I was like Kate is like stepping the fuck up like after the coronation, she is like really leaning into some looks and oh, I'm yeah. here for it. She looks Absolutely. great. And the thing is, like everything about this look is bold while being 
subtle. Like obviously you have the dress. Yeah. And you know, it's it's very conservative. It's got literally a mock neck. It's mm-hmm. past her knees, like full length sleeve. And then even with the fascinator, the feathers had the complimenting polka dot detail. But I was obsessed with the shoe with like the little like it's not a peep toe, but there was like the black detail on the The toe of tip. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that I just was like, wow, it's such a showstopper. It's honestly, it's like breathtaking. Like it's really something to feast your eyes on. And I feel like like she was pretty predictable before. Mm -hmm. Like you could kind of know like, okay, she's going to like wear maroon or she's going to wear navy or like a long or black. They have like an image of her skirt and she's literally in black and it's very mm-hmm. simple. And it's almost like, okay, I think it's almost like she wanted to fade in the background, but now mm-hmm. post coronation, you are actually next in line to be heir to the throne. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're not like best friend anymore. We're the like main little, character. Like princess Kate anymore. Like this yes. is like, she's going to be the queen in the next 20 years, probably. Yes. Which is insane. She looked amazing. I and I loved it. And I loved William it. Looked like so such a much. fucking dweeb. With his little <laughs> feather. <laughs> it's like, like, because it's there's this photo where like Kate's in the back, but she's like the focus of the photo. Yes. And she looks so like strikingly beautiful. And then you just have him like in the forefront, like blurry with this feather, like looking like a little worm. And I'm just like, she is carrying this fucking monarchy on her back. Oh, her and Charlotte. She really is. Like the kids, I, I got to give the kids credit because I, I tune in for the kids, but she is really for carrying sure. this young monarchy on her back. <sighs> She's doing the work. She really She's is. She's doing the work. She's giving my fair lady. She is smiling. It's not even like a subtle smile. It's a beaming ear to ear smile at William. Like yeah. girl is working. Is She's she like, is? we're fine. Yeah. Like she saw those photos from the wedding. And was like, oh, we got to step it up. Like, yes, I can't be looking yeah. at him like that. <laughs> I can't look at him like I hate him. They got we didn't fight in the feedback. car on the way here. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of wills, let's talk about this. Prince William gave an interview to the Sunday Times mm-hmm. where, like, again, these, like, British outlets and the way that they just, like, have these headlines. Like, so the headline reads, Prince William, young royals will definitely be exposed to homelessness. And like, I know that's not like he he wants to end the homeless crisis in the UK and he wants to follow in his mother's footsteps. It's a very beautiful thing. But the mm-hmm. way that they like frame it just again, it's jarring to me. And tell me if I'm being crazy, but I'm like, you think these kids like I, I just like I found it very jarring. I don't want to mm-hmm. say anything to me. <laughs> No, I did as well. I so you had it in the outline. I clicked on it. Uh, my eyes bugged out of my head. I was like, "Wait, what?" Because the headline, like you said, is just so in your face, and you're just like, "Fuck!" Like, okay, and it kind of makes William seem like an asshole. Like, and what he's doing is not like an asshole thing. But it's no, like, oh, I they'll agree. definitely be exposed to homelessness. Like, how privileged is that? Yeah, it's like I feel for him in a way because it's like. How does he discuss these issues without sounding so out of touch? But like mm-hmm. he is out of touch. He is, he is the Prince of, of England. Yeah. This isn't like right. a, a 
president's son or daughter. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like this isn't like it's not Katie Holmes. No, this isn't <laughs> Sasha Obama. Like, like he. Oh my god, Katie Holmes. Love that movie. So <laughs> like he was born and raised in this environment. Like he, he's gonna fumble. He's gonna make like fuck up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I just think like what he's doing is nice. If he actually executes it, like this if he charity. actually executes it. Exactly. And that's yeah. the thing. So he goes into this interview and he quote unquote breaks his silence on his feud with Prince Harry. But honestly, from a PR standpoint, I actually like think this was a smart answer in the sense that he says not everyone sees the point of the royal family and the public feud with his brother has taken up far more airtime. So he's trying to like change the narrative and shift the conversation back mm-hmm. to the royal family. And he goes on and again, speaking of out of touch, he says he appreciates that it is hard sometimes to see what the family bring and what we do. But he explained that the royals help people where we can. And he goes on to say we are all very busy and I think it's hard sometimes to see what the family bring and what we do, but the amount of causes, the interests, the dinners, the meetings, the visits, whatever it is that we do day in, day out throughout the year, we've always been very involved in that. And it's like, okay. He said a lot without saying really nothing. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel. But also it's like the amount of causes, the interests, the dinners, like he should have said like the amount of causes and maybe elaborated on it, not the dinners, the visits, like, yeah, we get it. You're just touring around. Like your job mm-hmm. is to shake we, hands we see and these babies. Mm-hmm. So tell us what more you're doing there. Like, what are you actually going to do? That's tangible. That people can like wrap their minds around and like fully understand, rather than just like I show my kids the homeless people. Yes, and say you're lucky. You're not that. And like, basically if you want to follow in your mother's footsteps and and homelessness. How? Where Where are you starting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he did say he has, this is so influencer, a really big project later this month coming. No, I Stay know. Tuned, I laughed guys. about that. I can't talk to you about it now, but I've got I've a really, really big project really big coming. coming. <laughs> and so I'm just like, okay. When I was reading this, I'm like, as far as Harry and Meghan feel removed from the royal family and Wills and Kate feel like they didn't do their duty. It's kind of like they're doing the same thing across the pond. So it's like the causes, the meetings, the visits, but it's like, can either of you couples tell us what you're actually doing? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like I'm being dead ass serious. Like, can they do anything? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they're capable, frankly. Like, I, I I don't know. And we'll we'll get into it. And I think it's a good time. Yeah, this but is the perfect segue. I just I I I, I know. I just feel Shaking like in my head. You know when it's like people me think doth protest too much or like you are combating with somebody because you're projecting the same shit. Like mm-hmm. that is what's happening here. I'm realizing yeah. that more and more and more. You know who I feel does that a lot? This is like kind of random. I feel like Emrata does that a lot. Yep. Yes. And I'm like, you're what? Like, yeah. Okay. I guess. Well, you know what? That is the perfect segue into Make It Rain because there is so much to talk about. 
we have so many thoughts. We have so many thoughts and so much to get through. So let's get into it. Are you ready to make it rain, Lex? I am so ready to make it rain. And let's get into this week's rant because, again, we got this late in the week. There were updates all over the weekend. Also wanted to be interested to hear your thoughts of, like, this news coming out the same weekend as Trooping the Color. But Mm -hmm. Meghan and Harry... Meghan Markle's Archetypes podcast will not be renewed by Spotify for a second season. So they released a joint statement saying Spotify and Archwell Audio have mutually agreed to part ways and are proud of the series we made together. And when Spotify first announced this, it was an exclusive multi-year partnership with the Duke and Duchess of Sussex focused on producing podcasts and shows that share uplifting and entertaining stories with the streaming platform's massive audience. Now, (laughs) it burned my soul when they did one episode of Archwell Audio. They had Archie there at the end saying hello, promising all of these interviews and all this stuff. Yeah, mind you, this was was a deal made in 2020. (laughs) And then they went dark for 18 months. (laughs) Lex, you were truly on this. Like, you were on the front lines checking Every day, it kept like, me up. It are we going to get something? Are we going to get something? Night. It kept me up at night. I swear to God, like I was following this and I will never forget where I was the day <laughs> that they finally announced Archetypes. And I was so excited and I listened mm-hmm. to Archetypes and I genuinely enjoyed it. Did I think it was the best podcast ever? No, but like I did genuinely enjoy it. But again, you had to wonder after they made... 12 episodes, like, and this is just Megan. This isn't even Harry, keep in mind. Mm-hmm. And the deal was with both of them. They made 12 episodes and there was no stir, buzz, like, you know, it little just drop. ended. Yeah, it just ended and we never talked about it again. Mm-mm. Like, and no it was one like, references it, no one talks about it. Yeah. I feel like people barely talk, honestly. I feel par- people barely talked about it when she was dropping episodes. Yeah, after the first couple episodes, like the first one, she I think was number one on top podcasts and like yeah. beat out Joe Rogan and Alex Cooper. Um, but then it kind of just fizzled, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and no one was really discussing it. So. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> So according to a source that's familiar with the situation, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have wanted to move away from exclusive Spotify distribution to find a new home for their audio projects. And, you know, this deal was $20 million and for essentially 12 hours of work. And (laughs) I just don't I just don't see them getting that 20 million. Like, I can't imagine Spotify is like going to write them that check. Right. Yeah. I, I don't, if it's a multi-year partnership, I would assume, similar to like Alex Cooper's $60 million year, like she didn't just get a $60 million check or wire right. transfer. Like it would have been over the years. Over right, like that, that would be yeah. distributed. Yeah. So I would assume that, yes, if they are breaking their contract, if they've resigned, that they are not going to get that full $20 million. Now, here's the thing. Again, that I'm like, I, I, I just want to take my two loves, Harry and Meghan, and just like give them a little shake. Because it's like... A big shake, frankly. You go on to say that you want to move away from exclusive Spotify distribution, or a source does, not you, okay? Allegedly, right. a source. And find a new home for your audio projects. 
So now you You're not even are, putting out audio projects. You're not putting out audio projects, but also like if I were to go apply for a job mm-hmm. and it was announced that I left my company and I worked 12 hours for $20 million mm-hmm. and didn't produce at a cadence that was, you know, meeting expectation, mm-hmm. what company would then want to take me on at that same par, or they probably think they can get more money for like the experience of work that you've done. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking bananas, Lex. I have to tell you, as someone who does this podcast, mm-hmm. who has has another podcast, podcast, yeah, I have to tell you, if someone wrote me a check for $20 million, I wouldn't leave my fucking house mm-hmm. until I had delivered all the content in the world. And I also have to tell you, it doesn't take 29 people to put a podcast together. It really doesn't. Correct. And so this to me, them parting ways with Spotify is a big deal. And I know that a lot of the Megan stands out there are going to try to spin this and defend it in some way. But to have a multi-year deal and only put out 12 episodes? Yep. Like, what? That is insane. And then, on top of that, there's more news. There's more news. There's more There's more <laughs> that's come out about this podcast that, you know, was a flash in the pan, if you will. Um, <laughs> Meghan Markle is accused of taking shortcuts on her podcast. So this was first reported back in November of 2022. I believe, Lex, you actually brought this up mm-hmm. on the podcast at some point. I did because I was like, it doesn't sound, and I'll find the episode that we did. I remember we talked about archetypes mm-hmm. early in uh, us starting this podcast because it came out. But mm-hmm. like, I remember saying like it, the way it was produced, the way it was edited, it was very clear that she it wasn't crazy. The one asking the questions, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like they would talk, and then she would kind of like come in with her thoughts, and it didn't sound conversational. It for was really choppy. Parts. Yes, mm-hmm. for certain parts. And so basically they said she didn't always conduct her own interviews. Not bad for 12 hours of work, said former chief mm-hmm. economist at Spotify, Will Page. But this really started circulating, the speculation, and I'm guessing it's resurfaced now because I need something to talk about now that the deal is broken. When writer Allison Yarrow shared on Instagram in August that she was excited to be included in the Visionary series, yet... The post showed an image of Yarrow posing in front of a sign for the audio production house Gimlet Media and included thanks to an Archetypes producer for being an excellent interviewer. So again, we have confirmation that producers ran certain interviews, whether it was for the experts or for for certain guests, but it wasn't fully Megan sitting there. Talking, no. And you have a quote here that you put saying people should expect the real me in this. I'm excited to be myself and talk and be unfiltered. You couldn't be more filtered. Right. I'm sorry. This is it for me. This is it. I've had it. I've had it. These people, I don't care. I'm going to get so I'm going to get bullied on Instagram for this. I just think it's fucking crazy. Like to have this, I'm sorry, to have this much smoke around you and have the common thread in almost every single deal and 
issue in your life that we know of to be the same is fucking insane, okay? I don't understand how you can have a multi-year deal with Spotify, which people would kill for, by the way. Kill for. And you don't even conduct your own interviews and you have 29 people working on this podcast and then you put it out and it's lame as hell and it could have been something really great. Like that's the thing that I think so many people like me, for example, like I want to root for Megan. Like I am rooting for her. Yes. And keep in mind, this is also Megan and Harry. Harry didn't even put out content. Harry, what the hell is he doing? He's He's over in the UK suing people. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, Frankly, it's coming off lazy. It's coming off it's coming off entitled. It's It's coming coming off off entitled. entitled. It's coming off lazy because they can't seem to get anything done. And yet they want everything. And I don't understand that mentality at all. And I don't I don't get it. I think it comes from the royal family. Like what I'm saying about Wills and Kate, like Harry, let's not forget that Harry, spare or not, grew up in that environment mm-hmm. and how easy may it be for someone like Megan to come in and two and a half years of being in the royal family yes going through hardship but now what is it like five years with her husband like you adopt some of that mentality mm-hmm. and then also think about all the external noise of being like you're amazing you're gonna be whatever you want to be you're an activist you're an advocate you're this like and nobody's saying no to you. Mm-hmm. And I know inside sources, like they are very quote unquote hands on in the sense that they, what they think and feel they want to do, they follow that vibe. And I think it's very difficult for their team to steer them in the right direction. And that is where I get the word entitlement from. Yeah. Because it's like exactly what you're saying. I really want to give them a little shake, a big shake and be like, Y'all have this opportunity. This is serve. It's a gold nugget served yeah, on a literally silver given to platter them. with napkins made of diamonds. And you're mm-hmm. like fumbling squandering the bag. it. They're squandering it. And they're they're. It's always like there's always just something with them. Like there can never there's just be a deal something. that like works out and it goes through and whatever. It's and it's frustrating to me because it's like. I I really want to like her. And then there's moments like I'm I remember listening to some of her archetype interviews and I was like, she's like not acting like a real person. Yeah. Yeah. Again, to your point, it's filtered. Like she's trying doing too much. She's doing too much. I need her to stop. I need Harry to stop. And I need them to just like go quiet for a minute because like to not even conduct your own interviews. And I've seen some like Megan stands like defending this. And there really is no defense in my opinion. If it's your podcast, if you are the host and you're getting paid $20 million, just talk yeah. to the guests, talk to Serena Williams, talk to, you know, whoever, Mindy Kaling, like talk to the people you have on, like pull an Alex Cooper and sit in a chair across from them and have it filmed. And like, you can edit what you want out of it in post, but like to not even do that, it's lazy. But here's the thing. I do think she spoke to all of the celebrities. I don't think okay. she interviewed any of the experts. And okay. again- 
it's that like also. you're doing a podcast, just Checks. do it all. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're and, getting and paid enough money to do you're it. You're getting paid enough money. This is the only thing, like not only thing, but this is the main thing that you have going on. You did the Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Harry wrote his book. Like you could have prioritized this and said, I'm going to focus on this and make it fucking amazing. Like mm-hmm. people can say whatever they want about Alex Cooper, but Alex Cooper signed that Spotify deal on the dotted line. And that chick shows up mm-hmm. every she day. Puts out She's what she pumping out, out content. She's doing mini episodes, solo episodes, getting on experts for separate episodes. Like, yes, she's speaking to the celebrities and doing the big interviews, but she's doing the most. I also think for a really long time, she edited her own podcast. Like yes. she was, yeah. I don't think Alex Cooper has 29 people on set. I also find it weird that, you know, Megan and Harry can't k- seem to keep people around for very long. I think that's yeah. weird. I, I just think there's, to me now, there's just kind of too much of a common thread here of them just being difficult and it coming off really fraudulent. Like they, to me, feel like frauds, a.k.a. So I think that's really a good word in the sense because, and I know Bill Simmons called them grifters. (laughs) And look, on top of all this, I know Spotify on the podcast side laid off people. Mm -hmm. They're doing an entire up haul. I think they got rid of Spotify live. Like, but I think where I get anxious for Harry and Meghan in the point of like where I'm talking about like, oh, they're, you know. Would an employer hire them if that's like what, you know, their referral said about their performance? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I think the issue with them is like they're always so quick. This is what like makes me anxious. They are always so quick to like double down on more. So like this source saying they wanted to move away from the exclusive Spotify deal and find a new home for their audio project. Just say you don't want to do audio projects yeah, anymore. No one. Listen, Just if you didn't put it out shut there, it down. no one would have ever been like, you know what? Megan would be a great podcast host. Mm-hmm. That is something no one literally would ever have said. And the more that shit like this keeps coming out and the more you and I talk about it every week, the more I just realize like they I wish they would have just stayed in the royal family at some at some point because they mm-hmm. they were good at it. They were they good were at good it because at it. they were told where to go be. They were told where to go, what time. They had people get them ready. They were completely packaged. And they got to walk around and kiss babies and talk and to people hands. and bring awareness to charities and like do great work. So it's like I, I, I feel like they keep wanting to basically do that, but they can't because that's not really like – what celebrities do. It's like yeah. what the royal family does. Exactly. I just, I don't know. I mean, when I read the headline, Bill Simmons calls Harry and Meghan fucking grifters, I, I was like, someone finally said it. Because really? that's how it's kind of coming across. Like, I guess he had a Zoom call with Harry about like yes. podcasts. And he was like, oh, I, you know, I want to get drunk and like talk about that Zoom with Harry because I get he was like alluding like it was insane. Like they they want all of this publicity and all of this like. I don't know, Lex, I just I feel bad sounding like such a hater, but to put out 12 hours of content as someone who has podcasts like it's really guys, it's not that hard. It is really, again, 
you are not saying anything based on just like, you know, a bias or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like this is time and time again, we have gone back and forth with these two and it's like, just show up. And I, so truthfully, I had to Google what a grifter was because I didn't know. It means like a fraud. Yes. But in saying that, I do, I I see how they have elements of that. Mm -hmm. And I think it is this mentality, again, like, I don't know why my gut, I just keep coming back to, and this is my gut, like, they think that they deserve to have and do everything. It's like, focus on one thing. And we Mm -hmm. talked about this. We're like, Harry, do a documentary on the Invictus Games with Netflix. Like, in the same vein of Drive to Survive, Breakpoint, Full Swing, all these, like, sports shows. Do, like, that, like, behind-the-scenes docu-series of the Invictus Games. Mm -hmm. Speak to some of the athletes. Learn about their families. I would eat that up with a fucking spoon. And Megan... You and I would be fucking seated. Seated. Like, Megan, bring back the fucking tag, please. Like, you were so great at giving me travel recommendations and, yes, doing interviews with empowering women and your friends and blah, blah, blah. Do that. Stop trying to be so serious. In the words mm-hmm. of Logan Roy, I love you, but you are not serious people. That's so, that's perfect. That's literally them. That's, that's them. literally them. It's literally so, them. <laughs> I'm going to draw a comparison, of course, back to Housewives really quick. Please. So hear me out. Bethany Frankel. Now, I don't really like to talk about Bethany Frankel, but in this vein, I will. Now hear me out, people, Okay. I remember when Bethany Frankel started her like um, Christ, like this is a crisis, like helping in Puerto Puerto Rico, Rico. helping in, um, you know, with aid relief and everything like that. And I remember thinking like, this is it for her. Like this feels really natural. It feels like she's fucking good at it. She's passionate about it. It felt like a real thing for her. Yes. Her putting out like, shitty TikToks. I'm like, this is not it, babe. Like you're ruining your legacy because what she did with Puerto Rico, for example, was incredible. What she did with Houston was incredible. What she did with COVID, amazing. Ukraine. Oh my God. She was like on the ground, like doing the fucking Mm -hmm. work. That's how I feel about Megan and Harry. Like when it comes to the Invictus games, for example, I'm like, that's where Harry like thrives. I feel. That's like where you can feel the passion and the drive and his intensity. It's It's authentic. It's natural. This like, I'm going to interview Mindy Kaling about, you know, being a woman. Fe- a single in the, woman in, in her 40s. Yeah, like, no, yeah. like I don't, we don't need to keep hearing that same story. I'm sorry. I, yeah. We don't. I would like to hear the real Megan. But I don't I know who that love, is anymore. I don't know who that is anymore. And I would love Megan again with like this evolution of the TIG. Like I could see her doing a Stanley Tucci takes Italy type of series in or like a Padma Lakshmi show where she's like traveling and meeting different cultures and people and locals like that still, even though to what they are trying to be or who they are aspiring to be may feel more fluff. Mm-hmm. That still has value that has culture that has character. And I think it's more aligned to what they actually want to be doing. Mm hmm. Like, I'm not saying go be the new host of Top Chef, Meg. But right. Like- but I think that they take themselves so seriously that, yes. like, they almost feel like they can't do that because they could do bigger things. And it's like, but you can't, clearly. Clearly. 
then, you know, there was the whole, like, is she going to be the new face of Dior Mm -hmm. over the weekend as well? I know. That came out. I saw that on Twitter. I didn't even, like, dive into that. But those aren't true, right? No. they. It's been, like, debunked. Like, that's not happening. But people were, you know, it was being speculated because, like, with this whole Spotify deal... She needed, yeah, she's always in Dior, but she also needed something positive to, like, counteract this. And I need also people to realize, like, Megan has, like, an entire team behind her. Celebrities don't. Yeah, like, exactly. So she has people building her brand. Like, celebrities aren't just, they don't just come on the scene anymore and, like, this is who they are. It's like, no, they're built. This is Mm -hmm. a machine. So I was talking to Sammy from Batches about this mm-hmm. this morning. Her and I were like going back and forth because I was like, I got to get this out of my system before I talk to Lex. <laughs> like I have to talk about this with somebody. It's interesting because I was listening to this podcast with Simon Huck, who's like the PR guru. Like he's yep. done tons of PR. He's like, that's when it's with Kourtney Kardashian, et cetera. And he was talking about the car chase. And he was like, what's interesting about Harry and Meghan is that all of the paparazzi photos that they claim to hate, he's like, they can avoid. And he brought mm-hmm. up a great point about Beyonce and Jay-Z. He goes, Beyonce and Jay-Z go out, but they are never photographed because they know how not to be photographed. Taylor yep. Swift wasn't seen for how many months? With People Joe. said that she was in a trunk at some point. These things can be avoided. There's back doors, especially if you're going to like high profile places and restaurants and things like that. So he's like, they want to be seen. They are mm-hmm. calling the paparazzi themselves. These are not, they're not just hiding out these, these paparazzi. So it just, it's just fascinating to me, this narrative that they're trying to constantly try to spin, that they're like a victim and like they're constantly being like wronged. And I don't really understand that anymore. So like, I understand think- it in terms of, like, the UK press and what Harry's fighting for over there. Like, the way that they were treated, what the family did to them, I understand is terrible. But now I'm, like, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I am curious with this Dior thing because a spokesperson from Harry and Meghan um, said this isn't true. But also from Dior, um, they there were reports that they were dubbing her the Duchess of Dior. And the brand was non-plused as to how the story came about. So it's like, did somebody on their side release this story? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Dior to be like, what are they talking about? <laughs> and again, for all of this Spotify stuff to come out this weekend, like, it's not a good story, but like, who had a hand in that? Mm-hmm. You know, like, what's the sitch? Because this could have come out any other time. Like, we knew and we weren't getting another Archetypes podcast no, anytime soon. No. I knew the mo- the moment we passed like the six month mark after the last episode, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we're never getting another one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like after I heard the last one, actually, I was just like, we'll never get this again. Like, this is just never happening. And it's such a bummer because she has a great brand. Like, I keep, I feel like I keep repeating myself, but I just really want more for them because I keep wanting to root for them. But at the same time, like, do they, they make it hard? Mm. They make it hard. They make it impossible. Like she could be like a mommy, like influencer. Yep. Girl, I know. But she's above it. 
Or she thinks. And I don't know why. I don't know why. Well, that's like the old school mentality, though, too, that people are still kind of stuck in is like influencing like isn't a real job. Okay, but like, it's like it is now. It is. <sighs> like we need to let that go. It is a real job. They're making a fuckload of money and they have huge influence not to like, you know, be punny or anything, but they yes. do have major influence and it's hard. It's hard. It's consistent. Again, mm-hmm. maybe that's the thing. Consistency is not their forte. So mm-hmm. maybe they might struggle with doing the influencing in the sense that they have to be consistent. Like, I I just don't understand. I don't understand the, the desire to want to do all of these things, but then not follow through. I don't mm-hmm. understand when you don't follow through to then go on and say, oh, well, we're going to do it somewhere else. Oh, we want to do it on like a different platform in a different medium. Like, okay. So what, you want to go film a show? That is way more work than mm-hmm. podcasting. That is on camera. That is full I'm, hair and makeup. I'm in that full is, sweats. Yes. So it's just And I'm like, doing it. What do you want? It's giving like, the what notebook. What you say like, versus what, what do you, do you do does not add up. Well, and also just like, I don't, it's interesting to me that I don't see them so far being like super vocal politically either. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting considering like it's going to be the election next year. Like there's a lot going on like with, you know, the LGBTQ community and like rights being stripped left and right. Like she I just don't see her like doing any. I don't know what they're doing. And it's bumming me they're out. They're doing the something because more- she's winning awards. But again, it's like, how do we as the public learn more about that? Because you can win all the awards in the world. But I'm like. Isn't the intention, yes, there should be money donated, and I know that they do that, but like, isn't the intention to use your platform to spread that awareness and inform? Well, isn't that what they said that they wanted, that they weren't able to do in the royal family, is like be vocal about causes and stuff like that? Yeah, so why why aren't we hearing about that? We had Kim Kardashian make a whole podcast about this man in jail that she's trying Mm -hmm. to help. Like, you listen to that, you educate Kardashian's like freeing people from prison. Yeah, She's educating on She's her like in the White House. feeds. Like, so what? Yeah, it's like. What about that model are you above? Megan is kind of giving Kendall Jenner in the Pepsi commercial. No. You know what I mean? No. Like, what are we really doing? Like, mm-hmm. what are we really doing? Broker I feel like it's just like one big Pepsi commercial with Harry and Megan because it's just not, it's just not landing. And also, it's just the not more landing. that we talk, Lex, the more I realize like, Maybe I did just kind of like looking at them. Does that mean? No. What because, do you like, mean? Like, I just aesthetically? Remember, like, yeah, like I really was into them aesthetically. Like when they would like do the walkabouts and they would like I... take photos and they would like go places. I was very into what they were wearing, what they looked like, their body language. Like I was really into all of that. I didn't really learn much about like what they actually did outside of the Invictus Games until the documentary. Like I didn't know about Megan's cookbook. Oh, that, you didn't? No. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. That was so exciting. That. But like, I, I hear what you're saying. And again, I think we heard more about what they were doing, but now we don't see them or hear from them unless it's something like this, yeah. you know? And I think I, I I would argue with you, especially after the docuseries, because I think we both left the docuseries being like, they're really fucking cute. They're we in love. We were Markle Sparkles. We were yes. unwell. Yes. They could do no wrong. They could do no wrong. And I'm just like, 
show us more of being yourself. Show us more mm -hmm. of that. Like we also don't as the public expect you to be experts in advocacy or no. any sort of rights. Like show us how you're learning and doing the work because that's what you keep talking about wanting other people to do. And it's okay mm -hmm. if you have to do it too. Lead by example. Yeah. Yeah, like I would love them to do like a Kardashian style like docu series show. Yeah. Do that. I would love I mean it. Think Listen, about how many my first manifestation is the TIG and then we can talk. I just think the TIG is such a no brainer. That's number one. She sells she wears something, it sells out. She like talks about something, a makeup item whatever, sold. Like, girl, please what she eats. I want to know what the girl eats. I want to know what she, how she works I want to see what she's like, cooking. I want to, I want to, I want to be her. I want to know how to calligraphy. For, like, I want to know how to make a little yeah. gift basket. Her Come on. Calligraphy. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm just disappointed <laughs> in them, Lex. I think that that's where my, all my anger comes from. I know. So sorry if I came in a little hot. You want them to win, but you're disappointed. I do. I'm I disappointed. I and I do think that they'll be back in the UK in about two to five years. Yeah. I would say tighten up that timeline at this point, because again, <laughs> you think they are now getting to a place where they might need the Royal family more than the Royal family needs them. And I say that from a place of, I think if they continue to publicly burn these big bridges, no one's going to want, it's not that they're not popular. It's not that they don't have value. It's not that they don't want to like do cool shit, but like if you are difficult to work with, you're going to start to get blacklisted and i, I feel like to la like it, you, if you like that reputation will spread yes like yes. not just publicly in headlines but like behind the scenes behind closed doors like people are gonna talk and they're gonna be like they didn't do this they were hard to get in touch with they kept changing mm -hmm. like we had to keep changing who we were contacting because people keep leaving like it they just seem difficult and that's a bummer. It's a really big bummer. And I also feel like too, like as Archie and Lily get older, I feel like Harry will want more family ties, like with the cousins and stuff. Yes. Like, I, that's just how I feel. I hope so. Yeah, mm -hmm. I really do. Time will tell. Well, Sam, it's time for our favorite game of mail or fail. One of these is a real headline from the Daily Mail or a similar publication, and the other has been completely made up by our producers. So will we spot the mail or will we fail? And speaking of Bethany Frankel. Seriously. We, <laughs> we didn't even do that intentionally. We didn't even do that intentionally. I really didn't even see this until now. That's so funny. Okay, so option number one, Bethany Frankel compares her beef with Meghan Markle to Prince William and Harry. Option number two, Bethany Frankel compares feuding Teresa Judice and Joe Gorga to Prince William and Harry. Oh. I think it's number two. Because uh, she keeps talking about housewives again, Bethany. Oh, she does? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'll say number one just to be counter. Okay, let's see. Bethany Frankel compares feuding Teresa Judice, Joe Gorga to Prince William and Harry. Okay. I also feel like I've said that at one probably. Really? I feel like I might have. Oh, my God. I feel like God. I said, like, Melissa Gorga is, like, Megan, and, like, she's, like, caught in between, like, these two siblings, like, but maybe not. So Bethany said 
My feeling is that whether it's William and Harry or Teresa and Joe Gorga, the spouses have to stay out of it. The two siblings need to lock themselves in a room with the right person. Mm. Oh, my God. I love, like, how does she just insert herself into this? can't fucking help herself. She really can't. She's, like, obsessed. Oh, my God. She needs to come on Crown Jewels. Please. So the Real Housewives alum was referring to Judice's and Gorga's respective significant others, Louie and Melissa, each of whom have contributed to their tumultuous relationship. Frankel was also alluding to Harry's wife, Meghan, playing a role in the prince's decision to quit the royal family in 2020, which has created drama with William and their father. I also love that there's no fucking mention of Kate here. Please, come on. Not one. Come on, page six. Come on, page six. They're very anti-Meghan. Oh, they're extremely. And I didn't realize that until recently. Oh, they've been that way the entire time. Ever since... Ever since um, all the shit went down in 2020 with Jessica Mulroney getting canceled, who was back on ABC, Good Morning America, by the way. Interesting. But like ever since that, Page Six did a nosedive into being anti-Meg. And which was weird because like I'm pretty sure they were still friends for a period if they aren't still now. Yeah. But it was just an interesting turn of events. And the whole thing that I learned in my discovery (laughs) – is that Jess, who's blocked me, which we could talk about another time. That is so random. Also, like, who blocks you? You're oh, like, well, because so when nice. all of this came out, I wouldn't speak on Jess's behalf publicly. And the girl who spoke out about her, Sasha, is like a friend of mine. I've got so many DMs that I will share with you. I don't want to get sued. But um, oh anyway, Jess blocked me. But she is friends with this staffer at page six who suddenly all these articles nosediving meg came out wow anyway that's juicy i know we we should i i'm scared but we could talk yeah we'll talk about it offline and maybe we can bring it to the people well to finish up let's name our spotted dick for the episode who has been a real steamed pudding this week lex who do you think I got to give it to, I don't even know if I want to give it to Megan and Harry or their spokespeople, because Mm -hmm. again, like I said, what's getting me is the doubling down. Megan is continuing to develop more content for the archetypes audience on another platform and Archwell's productions spokesperson told the Wall Street Journal, just Mm -hmm. stop, stop over promising and under delivering. Mm -hmm. Because it makes them look like shit. Yes. It makes you look worse than you already do. So just stop, please. Okay. Well, mine, I'm going to do it again. But Princess Sophie is my spotted dick again. So people think that Princess Sophie told off Princess Charlotte during Trooping the Color. What? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Her face, if you could see Sam's face right now. Let's get Gil. This wench. Okay, so this is when they were on the balcony over at okay. Buckingham Palace watching the parade. And it says, at one point during the celebratory occasion, the cameras captured an interaction between Princess Charlotte, who I'm like a stan. I'm like a Princess yes. Charlotte stan. And her great aunt Sophie as they watched the military parade from a building after arriving at Horse Guards Parade. Okay. However, viewers think that the moment may have captured a tense 
uh, moment between the pair was some speculating that Sophie was telling the eight-year-old to sit down. And so there's like this video on Twitter that's been going around where like you can tell that she's like very stern with Princess Charlotte. And you know what? Princess Charlotte's not doing anything. She's just standing in like a window and just like looking out. Like she's not acting up. She's not doing anything. And it's just like, I just get such bad vibes. Such bad vibes from her. So she's my spotted dick. Oh my God. Okay. I'm I'm watching it now. She definitely looks at her and very curt says, sit down. And Mm -hmm. then Charlotte makes a face because she's a child. Yeah. She's eight years old. And she's got to fucking be here watching people on horses. She's over it. Oh, also, Lord. I don't see anyone yelling at Prince Louis. No. Just saying. Yeah. I love I love them. They're I always for like, days. look forward to their to their like facial expressions I know. and like what they're gonna do. That's always they're fun. So great. <laughs> oh, well, that's it for this week's episode of Crown Jewels. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. We'll have new episodes every single Thursday, so be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss our next episode. Tell all of your royally obsessed friends. Sam, this was a good one. I had so much fun with you today. And y'all can follow me at Lex Nico. And you can follow me at Bravo Historian. And until next time, may God save the bitch. Betches.